Whether you're learning the basics or you want to be a rock master, we have a class for you from high level overviews to specific features. Find the training class that fits your needs this year at community.rockrms.com slash classes. Welcome to Rockcast. This is the podcast that tells you all about what's going on with Spark Development Network and with Rock RMS. We're very excited because this gets to be a special opportunity this time of year. It's about Thanksgiving, and we have a lot to be thankful for. So we're going to kind of talk through some updates for you, and then we just are going to take the opportunity today to talk about all of the many things that we're thankful for. In fact, we probably can't get through them all, so we will hit the highlights. I'm Emily Foreman. We have John Edmiston and Nick Erdo. Yeah, looking forward to this one. It's like, like you said, the holiday season, everybody's in the the right thought processes. It actually feels like like some years you go through this season and you just kind of you're so fast and everything goes and you realize you just missed it. I feel like this is gonna be a different one. I think it'll be a little more reflective this year. Yeah. Still There's fast, a lot going on. But reflective. So Nick, tell us what is going on with our current release schedule. Well, I'm thankful for 10.1 making it out of alpha. So t- not only did 10.0 come out of alpha into 10.1 they're both now in beta, so we are. Uh, we just started that I think this week, and we have so many new features in 10.0 that it's a little overwhelming for the uh, beta testers, and and it was for the alpha testers. So I'm thankful for for that team, and I'm thankful for 10.0 getting out the door. It looks like there's good traction on that beta uh, testing already. I've seen some you know small small issues come in that we're fixing already, and. That's really, really encouraging to see. Yeah, definitely. We we got to use our RSVP system when we sent out the uh, notice for the beta testers. So we got to actually see them sign up to do oh, beta very testing. Cool. It was pretty neat. That's cool. Yeah. You're beta testing with real features. Yeah, and then I had a beta tester say, hey, this doesn't look right. I'm like, well, we're in beta. Good. Uh, it was just a little <laughs> polish on the landing page, which we took care of right away. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was fun. The beta testers have definitely been hard at work this year, this season. Yeah. With 9 and 10. and Yeah, I feel like we slightly abused them a little bit, but we love you guys. And, and you know, that's the, the role you're fulfilling for this team. Well, there's no way to, if you're a beta tester, to consider the work that you've been putting in this fall and not realize how high impact it is. Right. I mean, it, you can't miss that. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it seems like there's a lot more people who are even considering doing more beta testing with their real systems uh, ahead of time. So we have heard some of those conversations yeah. lately, which is great. You really couldn't have too many beta testers. Yeah. Yeah. As people have realized, it's not that hard to make a copy of your existing system and make it a test system. A number of people have done that. So that was kind of a, an awesome and thankful thing. It's actually really a, a, a good thing to do too because it allows you to see, to do the update on your real data, to see it ahead of time. Like, it kind of takes away the nerves of actually having that update process in production later. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a very big proponent of that. Everybody should learn how to do that if you're a rock admin. Yeah. Or maybe if you're working with a partner, maybe you could have them 
you know, incurred, you know, get them as part of the retainer or whatever they huh. do for you to to set that system up for you. Now, again, not only are you doing a service for the community, but you're doing a service for yourself at the same time and being able to test those features on your data. That's right, because the way you use a certain feature or your particular data set could affect Rock very differently than the way anyone else is using it or what their data may look like. So it's in your own best interest to to test that. Actually, you probably will test it at some point as it comes in. So why not test it yeah, it's in a way that benefits everyone? Sometimes we make these features and we have an intended use for it. And then you see an issue come in later for a way that you never would have you know, assumed that someone would use it that way. And it's it's a great idea, but it's just... The creativity within the community is 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 pretty incredible. And we actually had a chance to see some of that creativity live and in person this week, which was a yes. nice treat for us. Uh, typically, we're within our four walls knocking things out, getting them done. But um, we had the opportunity, a few of us, to take a trip to the Indianapolis area this week and connect with some of the churches there that have been running on rock, moved over in the last year or two, and take part in one of their regional community events. So that was really exciting. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that one city. There's so many churches have moved to Rock. Um, it's it's really pretty pretty incredible. Right. There's so much momentum. And the crazy thing is, as we talked to some of these churches, it wasn't that they synchronized their movements all at once. It um, they came to Rock through different avenues, but at the same time frame in many cases. Right. So that community is is a pretty new one in terms of rock communities, and it's kind of sprung up together, and and it's great. And they're really working on connecting together well and doing a great job at it. Yeah, and now connecting and, and getting together in person. And we actually got to go to one of their um, regional meetups when it was 50 people wow. in the room. I know, it was incredible. That's almost the size of our first conference. <laughs> yes. It really is. And I loved the the concept they had. Um, Rob Howell got up at the front. Um, he was one of the people that helped put that together along with Thomas Stevens. And um, and he said, you know, our goal here is for about, um, I, I forget if it was like eight or 10 people to come up and share some quick ideas that people can take away and implement right away. Mm. Doesn't mean you have to do it, but to see that you can make big impactful things happen in short times and then to have the tools to do it if it's something that lines up with where you want to go. Um, I really liked how practical that was. Yeah, it was a it was a great time and a great time to, just to uh, connect deeper with, with, a, mm-hmm. with those uh, people in the community. I mean, a lot of them we saw at the conference, but there's just not time to, you know, spend as much time as you want with every single person. So I think that really afforded us a, a chance to to really meet and talk and and actually kind of see see their home. You know, we got right. to go to some of their churches, and it's just always great to see them in their house, and it just feels feels cool. I know. I wish we'd had time to stop in at all the local churches yeah. there, but unfortunately, schedules are um, always more rushed than we'd like. If we just looked at numbers, I would have said before we went on this trip, wow, we have a very high saturation of churches that are rock churches in Indianapolis. But driving around, that is not the case. There are so many churches there. It was really incredible. Right, right. And in the, some of those we, meetings that we had, you know, one-on-one in, inside the, their churches, it was just incredible to hear the stories of how they found rock, mm-hmm. how they got to rock, how they got on rock, and then the stuff that they're doing now. and. And there's just so much, again, creativity going on with how they use rock. And it's encouraging to see it actually in use and to hear about the difference that it's making within their ministries. Right. And to hear someone say, which they did this week, um, 
you know, Rock is really changing the way our church is able to minister to people in a great way. It's it's having that kind of change. And then, you know, it's not really just a tool set, right? We're talking about ministry. And so that's exactly what it was intended for. That connects identically with the vision that was cast in 2011. And um, it's really exciting to hear about that firsthand. We don't always hear about that. Yeah. Indirectly. And I think that same theme was almost at every single church that we talked to is that mm-hmm. the difference that their church is after moving to Rock. And I think that success has to be internalized, not by a single team mm-hmm. like Spark. It, that, that success is because of everybody in the community doing their part, whether it's helping to answer questions in Rocket Chat, whether it's um, helping add to or, or push forward uh, the documentation, connecting with people on the phone to tell right. them about rock. That's what's unique because like, you know, if there's a good version of Microsoft Windows, well, you know who to give the accolades to, probably Microsoft, right? But that's not true within this. It's not because of a vendor. It's not because of even one nonprofit. It's because all these nonprofits are working together to push this forward. Exactly. And I'm going to give you a little plug here, John. If Uh-oh. you follow John on Twitter, you probably saw a really cool picture that he put out this week. Do you, the post-it note? Oh, yeah. You have to yeah, share yeah. that story. That's a really great one. Yeah, so uh, Northview, right? Uh-huh. Uh, we're at Northview. And, okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get the story right, but correct me if I missed something. So I suppose there that there was, uh, when they, before Rock, they had lots of different systems. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one ministry that really liked kind of what the system that they had. It was kind of working for them, you know? So why why, why move someone's cheese? Um, but, you know, they rolled out Rock and they, they did the great thing. They didn't force anything. They said, let's look at this and encourage them, show them, did a nice convincing. And now that person is such a Rock fan that they printed up Post-it notes um, for the whole staff that said, if it, if it, it's not in rocket didn't happen right and he per- he personally paid for those post-it notes himself <laughs> uh, when he when they told the story I was like oh yeah I, I figured he wrote it on the post-it note I was like oh that's cool that took some time but no he paid and each person got a stack of post-it notes that says if it's not in rocket didn't happen and uh, I love that yes that was a, a 180 from where he had started and it really was just seeing a couple of things one the the rock implementation team handled it the right way yep. and two over time he gained trust both in the team that was rolling it out and in the system because he saw results and so he was just encouraging the others on the team like hey guys you got to see what's going on over here and you got to see it from from this perspective so to go from a position of skepticism to being one of the biggest cheerleaders is pretty cool I think that shows that people's resistance, it always is articulated through a product. Mm-hmm. That's not what they're resistant about. They're resistant about success. They want to keep being successful. They're using words describing the product because the product is helping them be successful. So just make sure that, that it's not like people don't, don't just get so tied to these pieces of software. Mm-hmm. They're tied to what the software does for them. And um, But I think we always hear... It's because of the of the, the the vendor name on the front, right? And it's not just don't move my cheese because I'm it's working, right? Like don't take away my success. Um, but that's a really cool story. Um, there's lots of, of cool stories when you get out there and hear what's going on. And I think again, we we say this again: story, the power of story. You have to tell stories. Like there's so many stories told at RX that you need to be telling your people on why you should be using this software. The New Spring one about the. 
a teenager who commits suicide, you have to go back yes. into that content and hear that story because you can use that at your church as a way of explaining um, facts and figures don't change people's um, thinking. Stories do. Right. And the stories that are happening live, real time at your church, no one else knows about them. If you elevate those stories and show, share them with people, now the impact that they're having is exponential. So don't keep your good stories to yourself. Right, right. I mean, that one story from New Spring that they shared, which again, go find it in the RX, has already impacted several people. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time I tell that story, there's a 90% chance the person's going to be crying by the time because it's that impactful. And you can hear it over and over. And I, I still have the same reaction. It's always like, oh, shivers. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a pretty incredible and successful trip, I would say. Yeah, and the weather kind of put us in the in the Christmas spirit. That's right. <laughs> was it below zero or no, snowing? No, yet? we oh. just missed the very cold weather the weekend before. So yeah, it wasn't really that bad. But to us, being from Phoenix, it was very cold. Yeah, you and could, they're all putting up their Christmas trees, you know, were, in the lobbies. It was, nice. it was fun to see that. Yep. Yeah, I just found out Thanksgiving is late this year. It's in, in a later week, so I think people are missing it, and they've already started. Not waiting for Thanksgiving to happen. Right. Yep. Definitely. So these are some great things that are going on and put me in the thankfulness mood. But there are so many other things that we can be thankful for this year. I mean, it's just mind-boggling. Let's talk about a few of what those are. What do you think, Nick? Well, the one that immediately comes to mind is just the the team that we have here that we've God's brought to us. Um, they've just been working extra hard and no one's told them to work harder, but I've noticed a lot of people (laughs) kind of working later and wearing more hats, helping get things done around here, uh, to advance the, um, just advancing our, uh, our, uh, our strategy. And in particular, they, they're taking like a, an ownership mentality, Mm. not an employee mentality. It's not just a job. They're like, they get the mission that we're on and that, I'm just super super thankful for that. Definitely. Yeah. It's really cool to see there are so many different skill sets and positions here. I and mean, it's the same thing we talk about in the community, right? On our team, there are different skill sets, experiences, um, and to see all of those being used for the right reasons to connect to a mission that's really helping people and furthering ministry. It's something that not everybody gets to be a part of. You know, most people hold a job. Not everybody gets to be connected to something that's bigger than themselves. And it's challenging. I mean, it's oh yeah, it's not the pace and the, the all the responsibilities. It it can get a little overwhelming, and there, and so many new things, right? Even the people who've been here for a long time, there's so many new things that you got to learn. And um, I don't think the percentage of new things you have to learn goes down around no. here as you mm-hmm. learn them. No. I think there are actually more and increasing new things to learn all the time. Right. But it is it it is a uh, plenty of impact. Definitely going home at the end of the day, knowing that what you're doing is is uh, making a difference. And I think that's what we talked about. What happened at Indian, that you know, rocks having this impact on these churches in a major way. That also comes like when I hear that, I'm like, yes. At the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much responsibility. <laughs> we can't we can't mess this up. Um, so sometimes that puts a little bit of extra stress on you too, because you're like, wow. We, there are a lot of people relying on us. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because together we will have success. You can't have success without a lot of people working hard to push it forward. But right. you can have failure with just a couple people doing it wrong. <laughs> That's, That's truth, true. unfortunately. That is true. Uh, so um, 
We're not going to talk about things we're not thankful for, though, today. No, I'm thankful that that hasn't happened. Yes, and and that's we're on right. a good track. We got good people thinking the right way, right. pushing yeah. hard. And um, so. Yeah, we definitely always have an eye for how do we improve things? How do we circle back to this thing that didn't maybe go perfectly the first time? Again, everything's new all the time. Um, so we jump in, we do it, we circle back, and we. We, it's interesting. We ask a lot of questions as a team or as individual small teams when we accomplish something. What went right? What went wrong? And why? And I'm I'm thankful for those kind of conversations too because that allows us to take lessons learned and apply them uh, in ways that benefit everybody. Yeah. So we talked about being thankful for those on our team, but we've also t- touched a little bit about being thankful for the community because right. this would not be here if it wasn't for the community and all the people who just love rock cause as if it's their own because mm-hmm. it is their own, mm-hmm. you know, there are owners in this whole experiment. Yeah. I, I would add to that. Um, sure. We have our team, but our, our real team, the community team is what a 10, a hundred times larger. Oh yeah. Easy. Not, oh. not 10 hundreds yes. of times larger. What am Much I larger. About? And, uh, the, the the people that impact me in my role here are the testers. So I'm really thankful for people stepping up. And it's it's hard work setting up an environment, going through the checklist, um, you know, checking all the parts of rock that they're aware of is is hard work. And so I'm super thankful. And they have to hit our people. deadlines too. I mean, we try to work towards some deadlines on things. And yeah, and I don't, they don't maybe realize it, but we we consider them like part of the team. I Definitely. Mean, they're like, just like John said, we can't do it without them. We, in fact, had to hold 10 from going to beta because we were waiting for our team <laughs> to get going. And um, I, I, I just would love to impress on them that we don't just take them for granted. Mm. We don't take you guys for granted. You are part of the team, and you, we want you to feel that you're part of the team as well. Yeah, and also the rock stars. Yep. All right. Um, thankful that they've been growing and uh, for everything that they do. Um, they do so much. We run so many things by them. They're, you know, testing new things on our community site, giving us feedback. Um, coaching one another. Yes. A lot of that. Coaching new rock stars for next year. Yes, they're investing so much in people. Their coaches and guinea pigs all rolled into one. We're so thankful for them. Yep. And then the people who lead those regional uh user groups, you know, thankful for the people that have kind of responded probably to the vision that you're getting from God to, to do something like that. It's like that obedience. And while we were there, uh, Nick, you weren't on the trip. I wanted to share something with you too. And I think everybody would like to hear about, but it was really rock started in one of those community groups Mm -hmm. because in the Phoenix area, long, long time ago, uh, your former supervisor, uh, Phil James, put together one of those community groups. He was kind of the catalyst that got us all started. You know, back then, That's all the right. mega churches or big churches working together. And, I th- and Rock wasn't born in that meeting, but the spirit of it was. The spirit of community and collaboration definitely was started there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's how I met you. Right, that's how we met. Yeah, and it's for sure that if that hadn't been put together, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. In fact, we might even be. This might not be a product, um, but uh, and so that's really cool. Like, yeah. That should encourage people to do it. But I think the other thing that you can learn from that is that group died, right? Some things shifted. P- 
people weren't in the same roles. That group's not around anymore. Right. And so you can't take it for granted. You have to mm-hmm. make sure that you're constantly keeping the momentum on that on that community and that collaboration going because it can die. Yeah. As much as when in the good times you think, well, this will always just be like this. It's not. If you don't put ga- fuel in your gas tank, it won't go anymore. Right. So yeah, the IT spun out, split into like the web side, which kind of morphed into what has now become a little bit uh, rock. I mean, I think <clears throat> I see the IT part that died and then the web part kind of morphed. I don't want to think of the web side as But those dying. those churches aren't meeting anymore, is yeah, that's my no. point. And that, right. you know, I think that's close to coming back. I think there's some mm-hmm. people in the Valley now who are, who are going to bring it back, and that's, that's really that's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. So I'm thankful for the, the church IT roundtable because they helped nurture uh, me and some of this early web stuff that also became rock and and the these local regional IT um, meeting uh, gatherings can kind of hook into that church I the bigger church IT roundtable well, figure what they're called now it's the IT network yeah mm-hmm. yeah definitely you know it's it's exciting at the conference every year to see the sheer number of people that are there not because you measure growth with statistics, but because those numbers and those faces and those people represent stories of ministry impact and of change and of um, really just spreading a new way of looking at how technology can impact ministry. And so when you look at the numbers changing, it's it's really exciting to consider what that really means. But even more than the number of attendees, the thing that really impressed me and that I'm so thankful for at this last Rx is the number of community speakers that we had. The number of people that we did not have to chase down this mm-hmm. past year, which was something new. Yeah. Um, we were fielding requests right and left to be able to speak and share things that they learned and things that made uh, a difference with their people, whether it was staff or attendees this year at the conference. And we just had to keep adding tracks. And it was really incredible. So I'm so thankful, one, that we do have that growth because it means that good things are happening in the right places. But even more than that, I'm excited that the growth isn't just with passive people. We're seeing a real growth in leadership, and we're seeing a growth in people who are willing to put effort behind uh, moving something important forward. And, you know, there are a lot of groups that you can be a part of, like clubs and and things you can do to fill up your time or to put a little badge on your backpack. But um, when you decide to really roll up your sleeves and dig in, um, there aren't a lot that w- of places where you can have the exponential impact that you can with Rock, and there are so many people that are doing that now, and I'm really thankful for that because Rock would not be what it is today without that. Right. It seems to me that um, everything that we've talked about being thankful for is people. Huh. That's true. It's the most important part of it all. Yeah. I think that maybe a final thing, too, is in this definitely comes from people too is just the model of rock that it's it's working that it's a crazy model it's not an easy model but we feel it's the right model mm-hmm. but I can't tell you how many times we've were told that won't work like literally flat out to our face that won't work that's great but that won't work right and at a certain point it's hard not to a little bit believe it when you keep being told that it's not going to work but we just felt like, nope, we'll keep marching. And it is working. It but is. But it works because of people. It works because of people. 
But at the end of the day, I mean, we had plenty of time to evaluate. Does this model make sense? Every time this kind of conversation would come up and someone would tell us, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> That's a dumb model. <laughs> you know, so we, oh, is it dumb? You know, but you circle back and you think, do you think Jesus showed up on earth and said, what's the easiest way for me to do this thing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think Satan tried to convince him there was an easier way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I just can't imagine that conversation. And if God and Jesus has had that conversation before he came to earth, I don't think it would have been the path that everything took, right? Well, I'm sure there um, was an easier way, but not in love, right? right. His mm-hmm. way was the way that showed the most love. Right. And it was optional. Yeah. You had to, you know, freely accept. But it's so, yeah. I mean, and, and the model is not by any means done, right? So no. we're not. No. It's not like it's time to light off the fireworks. No, but it but. is, we are continuing to lean in and to to really invest in, okay, what does accessibility mean? What does community mean? What does innovation mean? How do we continue to add craftsmanship? And the the answers might be refined over time, but they certainly aren't changing or or moving from that original vision. And the model is hard, but um, if it was easy, it, the world would be full of it. Right. Yeah. But hopefully by us maybe pioneering the model that someone else coming next would have an easier time. It's like, oh, we've seen that model before. Mm. Well, it's a lot like the rock model. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that there'll be other people who can come down the path and do similar good things um, with models that aren't, uh, they're, that are different. They are different. That are people forward. Right. right. And charitable towards churches, mm-hmm. modeling the, like you always say, the, the, it's the same process pattern that the church uses. Right. But, like my uh, will. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. The last thing I would throw out, just be to wrap it up maybe for being thankful. I'm, I'm thankful for you guys. I mean, you guys have hard jobs and there's a lot of stress. And it's hard. It really is hard. There's a lot of stress to do it, and you guys have stuck through it. You guys have persisted, even in the times when it looked like it wasn't going to go and that it would have been easier to just turn away or go do something else, that you've persisted over all these years is something I'm super thankful for. Well, and we're very thankful for you and for your vision that you continue to put behind this. I mean, you keep saying it's not easy, and it isn't, um, but it is... It's a pretty incredible thing to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. It's rewarding. And and for sure, John, everything that we're dealing with, you're dealing with at least double. So right. yeah. we're appreciative of mm-hmm. you and we understand that. Well, bottom line, we are very thankful for the rock community. We're thankful for each other. And, you know, a lot of people have to do a lot of hard things, but to do hard things that make a big impact, like that's where it's at. Thanks for being a part of that. This episode of RockCast is brought to you by Rock sponsor, Ministry Dynamics, a Wi-Fi presence and equipment provider. Connect with Ministry Dynamics today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.